Real Men of Genius. Real Men of Genius. Today we salute you, Mr. Mail Order Bride Orderer. Mr. Mail Order Bride Orderer. Some men flip through a catalog looking for furniture. You flip through a catalog looking for someone to clean the furniture. I don't do windows. Nothing says, I will love you forever. Like a quick swipe of the credit card at the altar. What's your payment plan? Women wait their whole lives for a man to say, I do. In your case, I do agree to pay the sum of $3,000 American dollars. Let's talk a moment. So crack open an ice cold Bud Light, oh catalog Casanova. Your spouse may be full price, but you'll always be our better half. Mr. Mail Order Bride Order. Bud Light Beer at Isaac Bush, St. Louis, Missouri. Hello and welcome to week eight of the RBFFL in review. And we have officially crossed the halfway mark. We'll get into kind of where we are from our season standings perspective and maybe some predictions, but we'll get to that in a moment. We're going to start off with the games in review. And the first one we're going to start with actually is the pillow fight of the week. Uh, it was the Hamsters 79 defeating the Cows 69. Uh, it's a good number, but not if you're uh, playing fantasy. So for the Hamsters, uh, they decided the best way to try to win was actually to start Dak Prescott, who actually didn't play. Um, he got zero. That's what happens uh, in the scenario of not playing and putting a quarterback in. Mixon had 23, good result there. Diggs had 13, 22 to Debo Samuel. has just been a uh, a killer on, on the wide receiver stats. He's been fantastic. Higby had two. Najee Harris, possibly uh, the draft, rookie draft pick of the year, 17, four for Sutton, eight, uh, well, minus two for special teams. Um, that was not good. On the bench, a quarterback that did start, Garoppolo, had 29. And uh, not much else to report on the bench. 79 points for the Hamsters. It was enough to beat the Cows, who had 69. 15 to Rogers. Of course, there's a huge blow-up now uh, with the COVID scenario and a vaccine. There was uh, He called it an immunization. Well, he didn't even get the vaccine at all. I don't know what the hell is going on in Green Bay. But I think we're just watching the, the end of the Rodgers era in Green Bay. I was a believer that this was, um, it was all going to be fine. I thought that uh, he could potentially go on and you know, compete in a Super Bowl and that'd make all things good again. But I'm starting to think that that's not the case. I know that the Von Miller trade in Denver it looks very much like it's gearing up to get a ton of draft picks and a lot of money. For Rodgers, 
and uh, I think he may be in Denver next year. Nonetheless, we're going to see Jordan Love grace our television sets this weekend. Uh, he had 15 last week, though, Rogers in a, a fabulous win against uh, the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, Johnson didn't score. Two to Landry. A lot of drops. A lot of question marks in Cleveland. 18 to Hill. Just racked it up, and yeah, he would have even done better if we changed the scoring system next year. PPR, Hawkinson had an eight. Ridley, uh, a lot of people suffered from the fact that Ridley pulled out late, and uh, it's not good. He's not going to be returning anytime soon. Crowder had six, and special teams had 20, which was a good, good result on the bench. A couple of quarterbacks uh, that need to be kind of monitored. Um, Palmer had 11, not sure whether that's repeatable. And uh, that's about it, 69, not enough to win. The Mudcats 92 defeated the Budgie 72, and I will say that this was a pretty low scoring week all around, only a couple of teams cracking the 100 mark. So getting close was enough, 92 for the Muddies, beating the Budgies. The Muddies 12 to Cousins, Kamara had 13, Godwin had 28. Uh, one to Smith, one to Schultz, three to Jones, uh, nine to Johnson. Special teams were really good, 25 for special teams. On the bench, Winston is out. He's gone for the season, so that's disappointing. It doesn't look like he was going to be a starter anyway. Scott had 18 from the bench. Ayuk inching his way back. Um, not much else to report. 92 is enough this week to beat the Budgie. 72, 27 to Stafford. He's been white hot and Taylor at 18. You go down to the next line, you get 16 from Allen. At this point, you're thinking, well, this could be a record score. However, Sanders didn't score. Earth had four, three. Robinson, one again. Chenault in special teams had three. So after the big guns up the top, it was a pretty decent drop on the bench. Not that I talk a lot about quarterback, but Fields was pretty special this week. He can't really throw, but he runs well. And that was it. Um, not much else to talk about. 72 points, not enough to beat the Muddies. Uh, the Queens uh, just continue the revenge tour. 109, one of those teams that did crack 100, beating the Finns 82, which put up a big effort. Brady had 28, six for Henry. But Henry's gone probably for the season. I'd say definitely for the fantasy season. It's a big blow to the Queens. They still scored 109 with him only getting six, though. That's something to look at. Moore had five. Higgins had nine. Ten to Ingram. There was talks that Ingram might have been traded, but he's staying in New York. Swift didn't score. That's uh, unusual. He probably will bounce back. 20 to Cooks. Special teams. Whoa. A very nice 31. So, uh, and Falk was picked up from the pool. So, good effort there. On the bench, Henderson had 24, so he looks like a worthy replacement. 15 for Patterson, another worthy replacement for Henry. So, lots to talk about for the Queens, lots of decisions to be made, but without Henry, might not matter. They defeated the Finns, 82. Uh, we'll talk about standings and where they're at in a moment. Murray had a quiet week four. He now has an injury. Not sure how long term that is, but it's not going to bother the Finns. We'll talk about that in life a little bit later. Herbert had seven. AJ Brown, 35. That should normally be it win for you. Jefferson had two. Uh, Everett didn't score. 
Callaway three. Thielen had 16. He's been the better of the two wide receivers for the Vikings. Special teams had 15. Nothing to sneeze at on the bench. Uh, Booker had 12. He's a good pickup. Kissick nine. He's always worth a shot as a what the heck flex. Um, and that is all. 82, not enough to beat the Rampaging Queens, 109. The Costanzas, the other red hot team right now, white hot. That's how hot they are, 125. Crushed the very inconsistent Devils. And I suspect it's because the lineup very uh, affected in, uh, by the bye. Um, and they've got a fair bit of rookie talent that is going to be hit or miss. Let's start with the Costanzas. Hurts had 11. He's been a, a good quarterback insert. Um, and most weeks he gets good scores. Damien Harris, the unlikely kind of a, a beneficiary in New England. He had 15, uh, 14, sorry. Cup just continues to be fantastic, 25. Pittman also is having a very good season with 26. Pitts only had one. And uh, you'd have to think Atlanta might. Struggle a little bit now without Ridley. Edmonds had 12. Cooper had 26. It's all firing right now. Special teams had 10. Tannehill's an option for sure. Connor 14 continues to get touchdowns, continues to get work. Uh, very, very good. Uh, 10 to Williams. So they've got some good talent to pick from and they've got some special teams options as well. 125 will win. Every week, just about in this league. 67 will not. Devils had that. Ryan had one. Eckler back had 18. He's been solid. Evans, 16. Also very solid. Chase, 12. You know, I think him and Najee probably are a time for best rookie draft picks. Excellent, excellent picks. Gronkowski didn't score. He's injured. He could be out again. Jerry Judy's back. It's great to see him out there. He's just electric. He had three. Williams won after a very hot start this season. He's cooled right off. The special teams had 16. So it wasn't that. On the bench, Carter had 22. And the Jets won. Not sure whether that's sustainable. Chuba Hubbard had 10. While ever he's replacing McCaffrey, he's probably got value. And that's it for the Devils. Costanza's beat them pretty convincingly. The Wipeouts, 98. Defeat the Maul is 69, which is kind of the score of the week. You know, we've had 69 twice and uh, 67. Obviously, it's uh, too short of 69. But anyway, Wipeouts, 98. Defeated the Maul is 69. Jones had 13, 16 to Jones, the other one. So Daniel had 13. Aaron had 16. Aaron looks set to have a very big game this weekend, I suspect. Six for Hopkins. He's questionable. Looked a little injured. McLaurin only had three. Not his usual self. Goddard had seven. Not too bad. Uh, Dionis Johnson had eight. Woods had 20. It's a bounce back week. Special teams. 25, that's really nice. It's good to get 25, 80 special teams on the bench. Uh, not that much to report, except Beasley's bounced back with 16. And that's about it. For the Maulers, 69, not going to do it for you. Herbert had eight. 
After that very, very good start, things have come back down to earth a little bit. Gas can fall. Lockett actually had a good game with 19. CD Lamb, 16. I love that Lockett CD Lamb. CD Lamb's been really good, like a lot. Cook had two. Dalvin had seven, which is unusual, and Anderson, nothing. And he, I think that he's probably done. 13 for special teams. On the bench, Chubb probably going to get a start again. He had six. He's probably going to get more this week. Randall Cobb had 19. Interesting. Will that be able to be replicated? And that's all. Wipeouts beat the Maulers. And the final game, the Crabs, 92, defeated the Dockers, 78. For the Crabs, 12 for the Homes. Gibson had five. Boyd was good with 16. Metcalf had two TDs, 22. Kelsey minus two with a fumble. Mitchell had 24. It's a bright spot. Aguilar had six. Special teams combined for nine. Feel something in the end. On the bench, Fryermuth had 13. Uh, he may actually get a call up this week. Defeated the Dockers, 78. Allen had 28, continues to be very good. Two for Gainwell. Beckham and Raymond didn't score. Gazicki had six. Elliott had seven. Agnew had 12. Special teams had 23. It's nice. Melvin Gordon, 16, probably deserves a start. Hyde, seven, not that much. And uh, Smith had 12. And that is it. Let's have a look at the standings after eight weeks. Well, it is the Queens in the North that I think by calculation are two wins away from clinching. Wow. Um, in fact, there could be one win and a loss by the wipeouts, but I'm sure Aaron will be able to sort that out. There ain't no... Massive lead over the Wipeouts, four and four. And the Maulers, three and five. In the south, uh, the Finns are four and four and right in it. Uh, the Cows are two and six, pretty much gone. And so are the Dockers, one and seven. So the Finns look like they're destined for that division. In the, uh, in the east, probably more competitive than they've ever been, six and two Costanzas are in front by a game and a half to the Crabs of a 4-3-1, who are half game in front of the Muddies, who are 4-4, four and four, and they are all, right now, headed for the playoffs. In the West, the Budgies are 4-3-1, a half game ahead of the Devils, 4-4, four and four, and the Hamsters, 3-5. and five. Now, during the week, we had a trade. First trade in a while. It's a good trade. It's a big one. The Finns have traded Kyler Murray and Jefferson to the Crabs for Mahomes and Kelsey. Mahomes and Kelsey have been on that team for a long time, and I think the Finns feel like it's worth a, a shot. Um, pessimistically thinking they can't do it, I don't agree, and I think this sets them nicely. They now have very solid quarterback, tight end combo. For the Crabs, not giving up at all, but just locking in a little bit of future as well. Uh, Murray being injured is a question mark, and he might miss a couple of games. 
Uh, Jefferson definitely not as good as he was in his rookie season, but he might bounce back. All in all, uh, I think it was a, a really fair and reasonable trade, and I think we're going to see good results for both teams coming out of it. I like the Finns lineup um, when you start to, to mix that in. Uh, this coming week, uh, we've got, again, some pretty important matchups. We've got the Crabs and the Muddies in the East. Very important matchup. I think we'll find uh, that is going to be a determination as to maybe a wildcard spot. Maybe not completely, but the Hamsters and the Costanzas. Hamsters need to keep in contact in that division, and beating the Costanzas will do that. Hopefully Dak will be back as he's set to be in the lineup. The Maulers and the Queens play. Another victim, I would suspect. I think the Queens will probably do that pretty comfortably. 9-0. Look, we're going to have to look at the record books. I think the Hamsters were the closest to going completely undefeated. Uh, the Dockers and the Wipeouts. Uh, it'll be good if the you know, for the Wipeouts, obviously, as a divisional game to get ahead there. The Budgies play the Devils. This one is a big divisional matchup. This is going to determine a lot, I think, going down the stretch. And the Cows play the Finns, another divisional matchup. So we've got some divisional games this week, which are going to be good. Good luck to everybody. I think we're in for uh, one hell of a uh, last six weeks of the regular season. We're all loving it. It's all good. Good luck, everybody. Talk to you next week. Bud Light presents Real Men of Genius. Real Men of Genius. Today we salute you, Mr. Supermarket Produce Putter-Outer. Mr. Supermarket Produce Putter-Outer. You have perhaps the greatest job known to man, squeezing giant melons all day long. Love those squishy melons. When women come in looking for squash, you say... Perhaps I can interest you in my giant zucchini. That ain't no zucchini. Day in and day out, women step on your grapes. And you don't even flinch. Oh. Is that a banana in your pocket? No, it's a plantain. Mooey, mooey, grande. So crack open an ice cold Bud Light, oh king of the kumquats. Because if one guy has to fondle our plums, we're glad it's you. Mr. Supermarket Produce Bud Light Beer, Anheuser-Busch, St. Louis, Missouri.